0: Hello and welcome to episode six of the EnglishAnyone.com Power Learning Podcast. Well, it's been a long time since I've spoken with you last, it's been about a month. I've been incredibly busy releasing the new Master English Conversation version 2.0. I'm really excited, and the new subscribers we have are really enjoying the program, and it's, uh, it's really amazing, actually, to create something completely new and different, uh, and it's a fantastic program if you're looking for a really fast way to learn English conversation using video. So whether you are learning English for your work or even if you are retired and you just enjoy studying English, Master English Conversation version 2.0 is a really fantastic way to learn because it really helps you see the language much more clearly. It's also much more memorable than just listening to things. So even though right now you get to listen to my beautiful voice, if you really want to become a fantastic English speaker, I highly recommend you try Master English Conversation, version 2.0. Well, it's great to be back again for another episode of the Power Learning Podcast, and uh, it's especially good timing right now because I can introduce the audio recordings that are four winners of the Master English Conversation Scholarship. Uh, I can have them introduce themselves and you can see what their practice has been like after three months in the program. So I'm really excited for you to listen to their progress and it's amazing all of the the little things especially uh, that I notice as a native English speaker, the way they pause... And the way they speak and the words that they use, they're using more native language and speaking with much more confidence. And it's really great to see that the program is helping so many different kinds of people, and especially our four winners here. And truth be told... All you really need to do is get out and practice. There's no magic bullet. There's no special thing that you really need to do in order to get fluent. It's just the people that are able to continue, the people that keep going and make little progress each month. Those are the people that really get fluent faster. So I think this really demonstrates with... Uh, great tools and a great teacher as long as the students are really making an effort then they can go out and do amazing things. So I will turn it over to them. I will let them introduce themselves and they will continue explaining things this month and tell you what they did. Uh, We had some interesting times in the master class lesson, the master class video lesson and also for the special mission homework assignment for the past month. So right now, they are now starting Master English Conversation 2.0 and you will hear about their experiences beginning with that program next month. Well, I'll let them introduce themselves and tell you about what's going on and then I'll come back again and I'll tell you about what you can do and also what they can do to continue practicing and continue to get fluent faster with the program. Enjoy!
1: Hi, my name is In. I'm a student of Master English Conversation. This month's lesson reminds me of lots of things about when I was younger. I remember when I was in secondary school, in grade 6 or 7, I was passionate about Hannah Montana. I really liked her movies and her songs, especially the song Nobody's Perfect, although at that the time I did not understand what I saw written about. But I was really like its melody. And now, I go to YouTube and watch that movie and listen to that song. I feel my English has improved a lot. I can understand most of what you say in the film. Don't fully understand, but I think I was able to understand about 70%. It's more difficult to listen to the song because it's very fast, but at least I can understand what it's written about. I continue to watch this film and I think it will help me improve my English much faster. I was thinking a lot about your trickiest challenge. Actually, I'm a very shy girl. I was always worried about people laughing at me. So it is very hard for me to do some weird, ridiculous things. But at least I tried to do one thing. I have changed my hairstyle. I had my hair and it looks not very bad. That morning, you know the first day I went to school with the new hairstyle, when I came into my class, all of my friends suddenly shrieked and they come to see my hair. Because no one in my class had curly hair, everybody was very excited about my new style. Someone said that my hair is very great. It makes me look more pretty. Somebody said that I look like a doll and I was really happy with all of those compliments But there are also those who said that I look older and something like that But I think this hairstyle suits me and I like it I know this is not really the funny, embarrassing things you want me to do But I think it's um, what helped me build my confidence. I'll try to do more things later. Okay, that's it. Thank you for listening. Goodbye.
2: Hey friends, how are you doing? I hope you are doing great. My practice is really going wonderful and I'm always thankful to Drew for providing me this awesome course. This month's lesson set is all about kids, and as usual, I learned pretty much things from it, including vocabulary, phrases, grammar points, and additionally, confidence-building techniques. I really enjoyed uh, the talks between Drew and his uh, mom remembering the things when Drew was very young, and a small talk between Drew and Shannon's kids, and they're cute. I'm happy to say that uh, I learned uh, from these lessons uh, really good things. For this month's special mission homework assignment, Drew gave us four things to do. They are uh, really wonderful tapes. The first three that have to do with English, but uh, the fourth uh, task is about uh, developing our confidence. And uh, it also has some philosophical flavor in it. The first task is to watch a movie that we watched when we were young or when we started uh, learning English. It's just because to see how it feels while we are watching a movie that we watched uh, when we didn't know much about the long ways. For this thing, actually, there isn't much movies that I watched when I was a kid. But uh, as far as I remember, I watched uh, one movie, Jurassic Park, when I was in high school. I think the class teacher took us uh, to that movie. And actually I didn't understand anything on that movie from English. And uh, what I understood in that movie was just from the gestures and from the sounds. Since I started learning English for uh, two years, I watched uh, this movie on Sony Pix a couple times. So I didn't choose this movie for this month's task. But uh, there was a movie that I watched when I started my English practice that wasn't that long ago, I think uh, almost two years back and uh, the title of that movie is A Better Life. So I decided to watch that movie for this task almost after two years later and I watched that movie this week again and I got almost complete understanding of that movie except the Spanish conversations. And I got some wet in my eyes at one scene when uh, the son met his parent in jail before his deportation to Mexico. Really a feel good movie. I think it was uh, nominated to Academy Awards, also. Really a nice movie. It's a story between a single parent and his son in an immigration theme. The second thing of this assignment is to ask simple questions like kids. You know, kids are really curious about everything and they often ask their parents and the people around them a lot of questions. And uh, that's the way they learn long ways and other things. I frequently do this thing. Whenever I have a new contact on my Skype, I tend to ask a lot of uh, simple questions in order to know about them and uh, their country. If they are not interested I will give it up but if they are positive I continue it and ask them a lot. Recently there is a new person in my contacts list and uh, she is from Thailand and I asked her a lot of questions about uh, the king of their country, the political system there and uh, about the film production in their country and uh, the things about the movies and the top stars in their country I got really interested in interesting information from her the third task was really a good tape and it's uh, a kind of training to brain and for this task we need to change the sentence structure in different tenses whenever we come across some English some English whether it's from our long listening or just uh, from a news article. Just try to convert sentence structure in as many as possible tenses. It will take some time in the beginning, but if if you practice this uh, really in a good way, our brain will understand these structures and uh, it will give you a good output automatically. This all week, every day, I allotted at least 15 minutes time to do this task. I took few short stories from internet and uh, I tried to make them in different tenses like uh, time traveling lesson. The final task for this month's uh, assignment uh, has nothing to do with English but uh, to build our confidence. If we wear something new, are put on some Google's we worry a lot on how we look on these are we good on these do they fit well like that and uh, with that feeling we are actually giving others a chance to take advantage on our feelings and on our emotions but uh, if we are confident with uh, those things then we are able to deal with the comments of others and when we take their comments in an easy way the comments will lessen less day by day but uh, the confidence is main thing if we are confident even though they commented on us those never touch our inner feelings so Drew gave us this task and uh, for this task I decided to wear a lungi is a traditional garment in our country, that we wear it around our waist. It's not unusual, it's a traditional thing in our country. Many people will wear it, but uh, I never tried until recently. This week I wore it and I walked around in my neighborhood. I was skinny before, so I thought it, did, it didn't look good on me, so I avoided it. But uh, as I recently put on some weight, I did to wear it and go out wearing this thing. When we have positin- positive feelings, we are being confident. That's pretty much it. Thank you guys. Bye-bye.
3: Hey, this month I have changed of my mind. What happened? I sent a common mail to 20 friends of mine from college. They are very educated people. One girl said to me, You know, you have a grammatical mistake. I replied, It's no big deal, it's okay. So, I honestly, uh, I don't worry about grammar mistake in my language when I speak and write with friend of mine. Why I worry too much about grammar mistake in English? I don't want to be an English TV announcer. I just want to sound a native English speaker, use slang and real English expressions, and speak grammatically correct English without hesitation and don't worry about mistakes. I am really enjoyed that Master English Conversation teaches me these skills. The first thing uh, from special homework I listen song uh, from ABBA. When I was younger, I enjoyed these songs, uh, but I don't understand. Now I understand uh, much more. The second thing I use Facebook and YouTube for conversation with native speakers. I ask uh, several questions about cooking and nighting. I read uh, a recent posts by others. I'll be better English speaker and better cook. It's fantastic, isn't it? I made onion soup and double-layered chocolate cake from scratch by English recipe. I like nighting. I am listening through lessons and nighting sweater or socks by English pattern. This month I have a big progress with uh, practic the third thing uh, from our special mission homework. It's practic uh, my own time travelling lessons. I said uh, to myself very short sentences and questions over and over again. Uh, These sentences uh, described uh, simple activities. I changed that uh, phrases in the future, the present and the past. For example, uh, when I close the door, I say, uh, I will close the door, I close the door, I closed the door. Uh, When I wipe the table, I go. What will she do? She'll wipe the table. What does she do? She wipes the table. What did she do? She wiped the table. Who wiped the table? Did she wipe the floor? I practice other phrases and questions from uh, question-everything lessons. I change that phrases. Uh, Yesterday I woke up about uh, 2 o'clock in the morning. I went into the bathroom and half asleep said. um, I go into the bathroom... I come out the bathroom, I want to sleep. Oh my goodness, I speak English at 2 o'clock in the morning. The first thing, I was wearing my son's Martin's military clothing. Um, I put on military trousers, t-shirt, cap and uh, went to school for my other son, Mike. Women don't usually wear army clothes and go for a walk. Every little boy's like me. I got Mike to go shopping by giving him a chocolate. Then we took a bath. When I saw some acquaintances, I gave them a smile And then they gave me a smile too. When I was younger, I worried uh, about embarrassing situation. I was very shy. During my life, I think uh, there are a ton of embarrassing stories uh, of my life, uh, but I don't tell you about them. Now I have much more confidence and one more embarrassing situation, it's okay. What doesn't kill you makes you stronger. If you want to speak English, don't be afraid to fall, be afraid not to try.
4: Hey guys, I'm Carlos. Again, I'm here in my room recording this audio englishanyword.com because this month has been really good for me because I actually uh, liked this month because we were uh, talking about kids and this month has been really good for me because I was enjoying the mainly the Master English conversation because Drew was with his uh, kind of a Nephew in, in this I must say well they are not their relatives, but they are like The relative of him, but anyways, I like to talk about my The things I've learned this month is a kind of funny because I was Thinking about kids actually because they they don't they don't think about uh, What people say or what people do? They just they just do it as as you said. Well, this month I have learned about uh, most mm, mostly about vocabulary and some phrases uh, that Americans uh, do. Uh, Americans, uh, yeah, speak and in a normal speech or talk. Yeah, uh, there are many. Words that I didn't know, of course, uh, about Drew's mother, She is really a good. Uh, his her voice is like Drew's sisters, and I think is uh, the most important thing I learned this month was vocabulary about uh, other things like even more about traveling lesson about make your sentences in a different tenses like in past tense in present tense in future tense in order to master your fluency because that is very important and i was watching a uh, a movie that it was old for me i haven't seen seen it in english before it is a fight club with uh, Edward Norton and Brad Pitt it is a good movie, it is about, well it's another story, but it was good to to, to see it in English with no subtitles uh, because it's a way to learn better and I was, uh, one day of this, I was in a mall uh, near my job I was asking not many people but a few uh, that I look like Americans and they asked me they, they answer me I was shocked because I never done that before and um, but it was kind of a, a good experience for me it was good because you expected to uh, well you imagine many things that never happened never happened uh, actually people is very kind if you ask properly if you are respectful with them they answer you in a good way well I was I was asking people and they were they were tiny they were lovely well the last thing I, I was I, I did for master for the homework assignment well I don't have uh, rare or strange clothes uh, well actually I was in this uh, in the same day with a friend of mine in, uh, in this mall and I just uh, take off my shoes and I, wore, and I was uh, barefoot in the mall and it was kind of strange for me I was with a friend of mine but it was strange for me there are people who were uh, looking at me and it was weird because you don't are you i was not uh, used to it yeah, well be barefoot in a more well for me was a kind of uh, i was uncomfortable you know but to be after that we were like uh, uh getting the idea that it wasn't that bad wasn't that strange for me, and I, but it was just a couple of a couple of minutes, and after that we just finished the activity and we go back to home. And it was it was good because you don't really feel that nervous after a couple of minutes, but it was was good in order to build my my confidence. And that's just the all I have to say this time, and thanks for listening, and till next time, bye-bye.
0: Well, I hope you really enjoyed listening to the four winners. I'm really, really proud of them. Each month, they continue to inspire me to do more, and to try new things, and to help other people get fluent faster. But it really shows that if you even just practice a little bit every day, you can really see some great progress in your English. And more importantly, you can build a lot of confidence in the uh, the way that you speak and actually not just for speaking English, but also to be able to go out and do many other things in your life. So at EnglishAnyone.com or for myself even, I don't want you to just learn English as it's, you know, maybe a hobby or something like that. I really want you to learn English and see that maybe something that's a language which a lot of people think is very difficult or uh, maybe it's too much trouble to learn if I can help you learn that more quickly then you can see that wow it's really much easy it's kind of easier than I thought it would be to learn the language and if I can learn English which is a pretty difficult thing to do what else can I do? And I want you to really be thinking about these things as you improve your English So it's not just about learning a language, it's about learning a set of skills. It's about training your brain to be able to think more and to try new things and have the confidence to become uh, a leader in what you do. So really think about that as you practice and as you speak and get fluent faster. Well, let's move into my kind of next tip for how you can improve your English this month along with our winners of the Master English Conversation Scholarship Contest. Last month I talked about how the getting fluent, uh, it's kind of the same thing as starting a business. You can have many things right but if you have a few things that are not right then it can really uh, destroy your confidence, it can really make it more difficult for you to get fluent. Though It's the same thing with any complicated skill like starting a business Uh, or if you have uh, many different things in some group or organization that you have to deal with. So I really want you to think about those things from last month. This month what I'd really like you to do, so we we kind of had you focus on one specific skill, this month I want to talk more about pronunciation and grammar and why it's so important to focus on grammar more than pronunciation. So the next step in improving your fluency as you work towards, you know, getting, again, we start from the very broad things, like thinking about your goal, and now we are moving into more specific skills like grammar and actually practicing your pronunciation. So what I'd like you to do first is just listen to a, a very quick reason why it's much more important to work on your grammar before you work on your pronunciation. So you can always do that anytime but I really want you to focus on your grammar. Now, when I'm talking with non-native speakers, I don't really care about their pronunciation so much. As long as I can actually understand what they're saying, it's just fine. But usually I can tell where people are coming from. Uh, and even for myself, as a speaker of Japanese, when I'm talking, people can tell that I'm my pronunciation is really good, but it's still not perfect. I'd like it to be better so that if a Japanese person is closing their eyes, they can listen to me speaking and they actually think it's a Japanese person. I've done that a few times and it feels really good when I can do that. I'll be standing behind someone and I tell them, oh, can you please uh, pass me something or do something like that? And they turn around and they see a foreigner standing there and they're like, oh, I I thought you were Japanese. And I, I get really excited about that. Anyway, when I'm either speaking Japanese or listening to other people that are speaking English and they have an accent, the thing that I listen more for is how they actually say words and if they're grammatically correct or not. I don't care about the pronunciation because people that are English speakers also have different pronunciations. So people coming from America, there are many different places in America, and each one of us has our own pronunciation. Even people from Chicago, like myself, there are people from Chicago that are friends of mine. They're all born in the same place, but we all have different pitches. Some people have a, a very high voice like this, and, and other people have a deep voice. You have an interesting voice like that. People just have different kinds of voices. So even among English speakers, you still get a lot of variety as far as how people sound when they speak. But when you're talking with non-native speakers, or again, when I'm speaking in Japanese, the thing that people are really listening for is whether or not your grammar is good. Now, you don't have to be perfect, but the point is that if you make simple mistakes in your grammar, that's really going to be much more obvious for somebody's ears than it is if you sound a a little bit different, kind of have a, a bad accent or something like that. So again, the reason to focus on your grammar and not your pronunciation is because there are many different pronunciations of English around the world. And actually, now, there are more non-native English learners of English than there are native speakers. It's just really that many people around the world learning. And the kind of non-native English that people speak internationally... Actually, I'll tell you a very quick story. Uh, Just a few days ago, I went to a traditional Japanese inn. This is a ryokan. And uh, at this ryokan, I was talking with uh, the owner and he was explaining how, uh, because he can only speak, you know, a little bit of English, he can understand, but he has a much easier time speaking with other foreigners that are not native English speakers. So he had a, uh, a guest that came from, I think it was uh, Amsterdam or something like that, uh, uh, some European country, but the person, the guest, was not a native speaker of English. So this is where the, the non-native English comes out, where you have a Japanese person and, uh, you know, someone from Amsterdam or, you know, somebody from any other country that are using English, but neither of them is a non-native speaker. And he says that the... Uh, English that he hears from people that are not native speakers is much easier to understand. And you know, there are many good reasons for that. Mostly people are not as confident in their English, uh, and they're using more textbook language when they actually speak. So they don't use idioms and slang and things like that. So as a a side note, kind of a, a different thing to think about for yourself, When you're trying to figure out what kind of English you want to study, think about what it is you're learning English for. If it's for international business, and you don't really meet so many native English speakers when you're actually working, but you still need to learn some English, then you can focus more on textbook learning, because that's probably what everybody else is doing. But if you want to focus on improving your actual international English for Uh, going to, you know, England or Australia or Canada or even to the United States, then it's really important to start learning that vocabulary. Anyway, getting back to the task at hand, this is what we should be focusing on, the task at hand. It's kind of the The focus or the subject of what's happening right now. So getting back to that, what I really want you to do is to focus on improving your grammar. That's basically the most important thing you should be doing as far as your individual fluency skills. And the best way to improve your grammar is to uh, is to kind of remix it. This is what I do when I'm working with students, even very young children. Uh, I'll read stories or basically take a book Uh, or something like that and say, uh, she went to the movies and then tomorrow she will go to the movies. And as long as you can understand what's happening in the story and you know that, oh, okay, now we're talking about the present or before we were talking about the past, this is how you can take small differences in the things that you're practicing and you focus on improving them yourself. So what I'd like you to do in order to improve this month by focusing on grammar is to use kind of your own time traveling lesson. This is what we do with Master English Conversation and still with Master English Conversation version 2.0. We always have the grammar introduction where we where we show something and try to make it incredibly simple but then we take that story that grammar and use it in different tenses. So what you can do personally to improve uh, is to take anything you hear, like a story or a news report or anything like that, or even if it's like a comment on Twitter uh, or Facebook, and you can actually repeat the same thing again, but just by changing the tense of the story. It's such a, such an important thing about basic grammar because if you make basic grammar mistakes, uh, it sounds much more unprofessional as a, a person, especially if you're in business and you have to use English for that. Uh, again, people won't care about your pronunciation as long as people are able to understand you. But if you really have bad grammar, and again, this is not really difficult grammar. this is more very, very basic thing. Uh, basic things like uh, you know, if I have like a pair of pants on or if I have, one pant or something like that so there are lots of different things that you can work on but really focusing on these basic grammar exercises where you can do that yourself uh, where you're writing something or even if you're just talking uh, really take the time at least once a day to find something and then turn it into different tenses if you don't know something you can go online and look and again it's not about remembering the grammar rule it's just being able to use it over and over again so it becomes a natural habit for you. That's really the best way to learn and I notice now all of the phrases that I practiced many years ago for learning Japanese, now I just use them without thinking and it's basically just groups of words and uh, these are grammatical points also. But all of these things are basically just things that I practiced and I I had to review like, okay, I'm going there or I went there or something like that. And it's just like any other skill that you have to build. It takes a little bit of time, but if you can have fun doing it and really enjoy uh, the practicing and you have a strong goal, then you can really make... uh, Make a good thing out of it and really find some success with practicing. So focus on your grammar, it doesn't matter what you're doing, whether you're learning it for uh, learning English at home because you're just interested in doing it as a hobby, or if you're a, uh, you know, a business executive and you're trying to figure out how to improve your, your business life and the things that you can do for that, really think about those things because your grammar is going to be more important than anything else. Uh, if you can really speak with good grammar, I, I really can't say this enough. It's such an important point. But uh, the grammar is going to give you more confidence and respect than pronunciation will. So don't worry about pronunciation so much. You can worry about that in a later month. I'll talk more about how to improve your pronunciation. But for right now, grammar. Well, I hope you enjoyed listening to this episode of the Power Learning Podcast. It was really great to listen to our Four learners, I'm so proud of them. They've only been in the program for a few months and just think of the progress they will make after a full year. And I hope you decide to join them in Master English Conversation because really what, uh, what I'm trying to show and what they are showing uh, is that anyone can do it. Really, anyone can become fluent. It's not a special thing that you need to have an amazing mind for. You don't have to have a special gene or anything like that that uh, maybe your parents were great speakers of languages and so you can too. It really just depends on what you want for business or for pleasure, whatever reason you have for learning English. If you can think about what you want, you will become a much better speaker. Join us at EnglishAnyone.com. If you're not already a member of Power Learning, I highly recommend you join this unique video course. And also, if you're interested in improving your grammar and you really want to see grammar in action the smart way, I highly recommend you try Master English Conversation version 2.0. You can learn more at EnglishAnyone.com and we will continue to improve the site and make things better with your help. So I hope you've enjoyed this episode. Have a fantastic day. Remember to keep listening but also to get out and speak. You have to use your muscles in your mouth and then be able to practice your grammar as well if you want to become a fantastic speaker. Have an excellent day and I will see you next time. Bye bye.